G'day, mine and folk. Welcome to Life of Mine. Maddie Michael here, and this is the second instalment of our Charge Up special with Dennis Byrne from, again, representing Underground Mining, and Tez Churston representing Tasman Safety and Training. And in part two, we'll be going into production charging, and this will range from prepping all the things about clearing blocked holes up and down, how to bloody not kick your stopos, and how to roll the bastards up even. So, and production charging for up holes with ampho, up holes with emulsion, and then obviously down holes with both emulsion and ampho. There's there's subtle and uh, distinct differences for each of them. So, not what works for ampho doesn't work for emulsion. So. Hope you all enjoy it. Plenty of more tips and tricks available in this, and Megzi and Tez were even teaching each other some stuff. So, as I said, there's not one right way to do anything. Get your blend of everything you hear. So, I hope you all enjoy it. Let's get into it. Back on for round two, production. Now, we are just talking in the break, like, it's uh, a bit of, not a, it's not a risk the bloody uh, Tez and Megzi are taking, but it's like, it's that, you know, people like yourself, Tez, like businessmen especially, that would be refrained from coming on podcasts and stuff like that, because they're like, fuck, if I say something, if I say something wrong, it's, um, people think I'm fucking dumbass, they won't want to hire Tasman, but I guess like, it's, it's, I think we're promoting the the fact of like sharing knowledge. You're like you even yourself you've said fucking a lot of the shit that Megsy said, you're just like, fuck, that's a good idea. Like cause yeah, like even though you you're running courses to teach everyone, like you don't fucking know everything. You've been you've been around charge up for fucking decades, but you still don't know everything. And so it's promoting that bloody sharing and knowledge, which probably people don't fucking do. And you hear some people that don't wanna that don't want to share their knowledge because they're like, well, if I share it, they'll just take my fucking job. So it's. Uh, Someone once said to me once, "Make sure you're good at your job and never be too good at too good at it, or you never get off it." Yeah, that's very yeah. true. But you do need to pass it on, mate. You need to pass on the knowledge, and fuck, feel free to tell me I'm a fucking idiot because I probably am. Well, you got to create the network network of knowledge as well. I mean, like, again, this goes back to my training. I only train what I know. Yeah, and I don't know at all. And I'm like, you've made some real good points, Big. Wow, just, the penny drops, and you go. Gee, bloody good idea. That makes sense now, like, and because you were taught one way, I was taught something else. But I mean, to me, knowledge is king, and passing on knowledge, like we've got to pass it on. It's you know, Percy mentioned it about Crouchy. Like yeah. I've known Crouchy a long time too, and yeah, he's mm. no fits to me. He's stuck in his little bubble, but he's a wealth of knowledge. You've just got to pick these guys' brains because when they leave the industry, we've lost it. Yeah, you know, and things yeah. have changed a lot in the last twenty years. So that knowledge from twenty years ago is beneficial to no end. You know, I've got a guy, one of our clients, he's been at a mine, been at the mine, I think it's had four different owners. Yeah. And they went to, he took, they offered voluntary redundancy and he took it. They said, no, you're not going. He said, you're the last one to go because the pumping systems, the old workings, you know yeah. everything's running. We want, we yeah. need you. We'll pay you more to stay here. Yeah. Because they need them. And that's the knowledge. It's just little things like that, the knowledge you need to know. And like, I don't care if people ring me or email me or whatever. Like, yeah. if they've got a question, I'll answer the best I can because they I like people asking questions to know because it means they want to learn. Oh, that means they give a fuck. Yeah, it's the ones that don't want to learn that think they know it all that you, that's you get pissed off at. But you've got to cop that on the chin and talk to the ones that do. Like, well, you got the be the best managers I've ever had are the ones that engage the workforce, 
and get ideas off them. The one and the one we've got at the moment, old Dave Beasley, just like he, and the way he says, it, he says, mate, a hundred minds are fucking better than my one. Like and just because you're going to get, as you said, you just find the more people you talk to, the more you can fucking learn anything off anyone. Anyway, that's enough. Fucking, we'll get into production. Fucking, we're getting a bit. We'll get a bit bloody soppy. We'll be frigging each other by the end of this. <laughs> well, it is the first three ways. So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, now, production charging. So I'm going to split that up into prepping. Prepping's same for fucking emulsion or info. Oh, in in most ways. Um, Upholds with info. Now, emulsion's usually done by Orica, but there, there's some cases where you're doing it yourself. Upholds with emulsion. Down holes with emulsion and down holes with amphi. So now prepping, the first step, the big one. Just, you know what it's like, but in, in meshing areas, you're going, you're going into prep estate, there's fucking, you're going through all the overlaps, there's fucking 100 layers of mesh and you're just, like, it's just a fucking pain in the ass. Tips for, like, I guess opening it up, but not opening it up too much. All right, so first tip I've got is find the last ring and work your way forward. Yep. Doesn't matter if you've only got five rings to charge or what one ring or two rings to charge, find your last ring and count your way forward so you know you're actually prepping the right fucking ring. Yeah. Because you never know if it's overbroken or whatever. Yep. So first things first, find out where the fuck you are. And that, But that comes back to long holes as well, like fucking marking up the lines. Yeah, and definitely. Fucking good, yep. good paint mark up to just yep. signify and the prep as well when you're prepping. Oh, I've got this on here. Fucking yep. just making painting the fuck out of everything. So yeah, but also can. you've blasted it three times already that everything's covered in dust. Exactly, Make yeah. sure you water down, you know where the fuck you are. Yep. Firstly. Right. Yep. Agreed. Dick load of paint and different colored paint. Yep. 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 Um, blocked up holes. Not as easy as a block down hole. You can't drop a shank up a hole. Nah, you do struggle. Do yeah. struggle with that, yeah. Gosh, I had me uh, Adam Barr up at Telfer. The old drill See, bit on the Yeah, prepos. taped it, tape a bolt and bit at the end of the prepos. Don't know air, just just enough to bit of weight to tap it just to make it might give you a chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If probably you, might if do you fuck all. Just cut the very end of the, the you know, prepos, you can actually screw a fucking drill bit on there. Yeah, right. Uh, and yeah. and it will stay on there. So, yeah, use that, mate, and fucking smash shit out of it and if, hope for the if best. If you can get hold of one, a fishing bit for a diamond driller off the diamond drill. Oh, it's yeah. It's got the real pointy end on it. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, a bit yeah. more pressure behind it. Yeah. Yep. But don't blow, like, if you got the bolting bit up, don't blow the air because you blow the fucking thing off. Yeah, no, no. And then you got to drill bit up the hole, then it's blocked, and then you're a fucking, then you're an idiot. Yes. I've been the idiot numerous <laughs> times. Um, we're finding now, we'll go, that's, what else for up holes? Now, that's uh, prepping up holes, biggest ones. Do you always cut cut and mesh? That's a big one we talked about. Like, because it just. You've got to cut enough, but obviously don't be a dick about but it. But you always cut it So find just your after lowest your charge. Oh, sorry, you're talking about before you fire? Yeah. Yeah, right. So, yeah, definitely cut it. When you're looking for holes and you've got bagged mesh and it's all fucking a big bowl of fuck, yep. it's obviously cut the lowest point and try and bleed shit out of that. Yeah, scaling you know I mean? bar, chuck want, a scaling bar up there, yeah, you don't wedge be, it all out. You don't want to be cutting, like, the whole fucking ring and yep. then you're basically under unsupported ground. Yeah, exactly. And But cut and mesh for firing as well. Every second strand, yep. cut around fucking the bolts, make sure you do it right. Yep. 
But always after your charge? Always after your charge. Yeah, because then you're exposing yourself to a bit of uh, bit of havoc if you do it before your charge or if you do it when you prep. Mesh is there for a reason. Um, that's pre- and, and paint's the big one, I reckon, you said, Tez. Yeah, a little like you're saying about finding the right rings. Uh, one I learned earlier on the piece, when you prep, whether you prep it or not, if there's extra rings drilled, paint three rings up back from where you fired. So if you do so get brow peel back, so you, as you've as you got a reference point for yep. when your next come in and yep. different color paint. So we used to use blue and yellow because geos use pink and long old used red. So yep. one ring was blue and it's like dot to dot, find the hole and then line up the lines between the holes. So if you're not charging it, then your cross shift can come in and have a look, go just follow the lines because yep. yep. they're not always in line. They're offset. You might yep. lose holes under the brow and then you're, you're not getting confused because because some are close together, all the same colour paint. So if it goes blue, yellow, blue, yellow, blue, yellow, you've got to yep. whatever colours you want to use, but you're following a sequence back. Yeah. you just got to make it easy. It's like painting a house. If you've got to do a good prep. Yeah. But if you don't, and like religiously look at the fucking, like don't try and figure it out yourself. Look at the drill, drill yeah, returns, any comments. And if it's that fucking hard, there's a good chance that the bloke that's drilled it is on your crew. Yeah. Go to him. And, then, yeah. and if he doesn't know, go to his cross shift yeah. and just say, look, mate, I know you've had redrills here. We're just struggling to find what's going what's on, going yeah. on yeah. and just get get their eyes on it. Yeah. Ask, ask them if someone's help for 15 minutes might save you fucking yeah. two or three Engineers, hours. Give them the drill plans. There's a few sites around that don't give them the drill plans. Here's your prep plans. You want the drill plans because well, you, the comments yeah, and other I, things I, like I that. I refuse to prep. This is a bit of a battle I've got going on at the moment. Yeah. I refuse to prep until I've got drill returns. Yep. Just yeah. refuse it. And I, on the solar, I refuse to go to whole cleans out and clean outs until I've got the the original drill returns and the prep, prep returns because they might have tried to find this hole and realized it's blocked. Old mate snapped holes, uh, snapped rods in it. And on the actual drill returns, it's, he's redrilled it 300 mil behind. And yeah. these guys haven't bothered to look for it because they've looked at the whole ring, yeah. you know, like. 100% agree. But like, like it's got to have, all I the know. information is king. Yep. I, know, I know what's in the engineer's head, like trying to get a fancy little prep template developed. So you've got, you can write all your comments, bad ground, tick, fucking flick. You're fucking covered in sweat and yep. piss and fucking mud. And your pens don't even fucking work usually. Yep. But like, they do work. Fucking just a cover page to satisfy yourself and give them the, a copy of the drill returns. And that's yeah. it. And, and write, there's plenty of space to write in there. One good, two good, three blocked at 10 metres yeah. background, right whatever. And just like, you should be referencing the drill returns. You should not, yeah. you should not have a blank page the other, the other to look at to prep as a well is like Is teach the blokes when they get on production charge up, to send them with a solo for a day and show them like your center line and your reference line and how you actually space your holes because yep. if you're fucking struggling and you're like this hole's not the right distance this hole's not the right distance you might have missed a hole if you know where your center line is and where your actual like you know say it's ring hole 14 on that ring but that's your say on a downhole that's your straight up and downhole yeah you can find that one and then you can work everything out from there yep. either way like just yeah pull guys aside and say mate this is what you need to look for you know yeah the more information you can get out of them like you see, you're saying about wet plans. Carry a notebook. Carry a waterproof notebook. Yep. Chuck with a notebook when you finish prepping. The more inf- information is king. The more information you give the engineers, if they do their job properly, the better off your plans are going to be because they'll see your bad ground. They'll see your yep. voids. They'll see your blockages. You know, you, you can have four or five problems up a 40-meter hole. Yeah. And they know the distance isn't that. So they prime over the side of it. it. Information is king on the whole process from drill right through to charge. Yeah. And it's... 
as you said, you bloody had a good life on Spotify and fucking Kindle and everything on a long old, but it's it's getting a long old drill, isn't it? Look, most of them are fucking awesome. Like you can't can't fault most of them. Like just putting shit loads of detail on those plans. Well, you've got a fucking day meters. to do it. Like exactly. Jesus Christ, man, it's not hard. Just like something to keep you awake. Yeah, just like as much detail as you can. That usually, if you got bad ground while you're drilling, it's going to be bad ground while you're prepping. Usually. Yep. Now for downholes. Um, downholes is a good. It's a good art. Once you, once you like, it's a great skill to have. Yeah. I reckon. Um, finding your downholes. So now this, the importance of now this comes back to the driller. And no, like this to, comes back to the jumbo. The jumbo. Yeah. yeah right. Well, you think about Do mining. Tell. Obviously, Matty is a tell. fucking cycle. Yeah. So if you're going on an all drive right and you're about to drill downholes. Yeah, so you yeah, send in the fogger. So it's hard to, to it's fucking, hard to bone it out yeah, when it's going a like out. a sine wave, right? And then so if your jumbos put a big fucking saw blade in there, it's up and down and all over the show, right? Trying to pick up grade, trying to look fucking lose it, whatever. Trying to get the cut away. Yeah, <laughs> like if you've lost grade and if you've lost grade in an all drive, who gives a fuck, mate? Just keep it flat Just and you'll it. pick it up. It's one and fifty up anyway. You'll pick it up in a couple of cuts. But then of the day, the flatter the floor, the better. Yep. The more fucking big holes you put in it, obviously they're going to fill up with cuttings. Makes yep. it harder for the solo operator to drill the hole. Therefore, he's not going to do the Well, it's harder, it's harder to bone out to start yeah, with. Yeah, it's harder to bone out to start with. And then yep. obviously when you go in there in the solo, you put all your drain holes in. And sometimes they're not exactly where you fucking hope they were or they won't break through in the spot you want to drill them to keep the water out of the drive. Yep. So it literally starts at the fucking jumbo. If he can't put in a flat ore drive and like, you know, this isn't a go at anyone in particular, but if he can't put in a flat ore drive, the bogger can't bone it out properly, the solo can't drill basically into bedrock, the boys that come in and prep it are going to struggle. This comes back, bog to bore for the bogger as well because we wouldn't have to bore over the top of the dirt if yeah. that's fucking up. But and then it comes back to the shift boss for making us to go to that head and start <laughs> we'll keep it fucking going. Like, <laughs> like at the end of the day, it's it's there's no one to blame, but at the end of the day, you got to think about the other guys that have got to come and do a job yeah. in there. Yep. That's all it comes down to, mate. So, but like, it's like when you ideally, like DeGrusa did it great. The I know it's probably done everywhere. Sponges and rope, but every down hole had a fucking sponge in it with a rope. Yeah, couple so of meters of rope. So, if you're drilling like up holes and down holes, you know what I mean? Like, yep. so they, they intersect, then you must sponge, uh, you must rope off those down holes because yep. when you fire the bottom out, however the fuck it works, it kind of vacuums those sponges down the holes if they're not tied off. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but where I work at the moment, so they're just all downholes. There's no upholes. So yeah. they're 40 or 36 meter downholes basically to break through the next level. So we don't bother roping them off because they never get sucked down. But we always have a breakthrough in every ring. We only drill on water because we don't have enough air pressure to drill 30 odd meter downholes with yeah. air mist. So it's all drilled on water. So you know when you go in More a drive, accurate, but Hey. Usually more accurate on water. They reckon wow. Well, we're, we're having this argument with Sandvik as well. Sorry to drop another name into this podcast, but we're, we're, we're yes. struggling at the moment with deviation, but that's just the way it is. Um, but because we're not firing out underneath, the, ho the, the sponges don't get sucked down. We drill everything on water. So, you know, when you go in and drive to prep it for charging down holes and it's someone's short on air mist and it's like basically like a fucking motocross track with big berms everywhere where all the cuttings are yep. if you've drilled your first drain hole first even in that ring even if you don't drill the lowest point in the drive all your cuttings go down that hole and you can basically drill in bedrock yeah like the whole day like whole day yeah, so yep. it makes it easier for the drillers makes it easier for charge up makes it easier for fucking everyone but yeah so that's leave the site fucking clean there big yep. one yeah and did you 
Another one would be for ups and down holes. If you got ups and down holes in the fucking long holes, should be drilling the up holes first. Pull out, get a bogger to bone the fucking joint out, then do your down holes. Yeah. So if you can speak to the engineers, if it's not on the plan, go in there, drill two or three down holes, break through. Yep. For your drain holes, come back in, drill all your up holes. Well, don't have to leave, but drill all your up holes, then pull out, bone everything out. So most of your water will be gone, so all your mud's gone. Yep. But then come in, bone out all your cuttings, and start drilling your down holes. Yep. Tez, nothing. Oh, they, they covered it. That's Pretty good, mate. Na- nailed it. Nailed it. Fuck me. Make it easy for charge. So- he got it. His fucking long old tirade a bit there. You could tell he's. You can tell he gets a bit stiff by the old long old still. I reckon. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if you fucking want to get it. I reckon you, you say, oh, "Worst decision in my life." I went on the fucking long old. Nah, the problem is you're right. a bit stiffed I'll t- up a bit. I'll tell it. you what, right? I I don't hate being on the solo because, as I said. You fucking chuck Spotify on and you read a book and you're drilling away yeah. and all the rest of it. Knock but the top off it a few times. Wow, so. yes, apparently. <laughs> uh, um, but one of the biggest problems I have with uh, solo operators is a lot of guys that end up on solos have never done production charge-up. And if you've never done the production charge-up, don't get me wrong, there is guys I even currently work with now that are fucking great drillers and they have the respect for the other people they work with. They make sure they keep a clean site, but... If you've never done the job, you shouldn't do the job above it. That's always my theory. Yep. I did it all briefly. Yeah. No. As, an, as an engineer <laughs> well, that, that went that, straight that, to look, the jumbo. That, that's another problem and we'll, we'll cross that issue in the next 12 months. You know, we're probably crossing it now that people don't get the time on it to learn the background and knowledge they do. Look, yep. And it's become, look, it's become a very selfish industry too. Like It's all about me, me, me. Let's climb the ladder. That's not... Said we spoke about it a million times today before the podcast as well. It's a team effort and everyone has to remember that. Yeah, because what you you think you're taking a look and make yourself a good ear, but you're fucking someone else over there. But you're like, I reckon it comes down to management as well, because management measure you on a fucking daily metric. They're like, yeah. oh, you fucking, you fucking meters shit. You ain't got fucking one cut today or one and a half cuts. You might have spent fucking an hour doing something to fucking improve the next stage of the cycle. Yeah, that's better for the mine. But all you see is on your plot is that you're a fucking. There is shit cunt, yeah. Exactly. And so it's like, it's all levels. It's that fucking psychology, psychology of the fucking mining, like the, the rip tear bus bloody thing. So, yeah, there's a, there's many sides to it. Always improvements to be made. So, sponges and rope, that's my big one. Is that Fuck. where we started with that conversation? I think Fuck you went on, went on a fucking tangent. You went on a fucking tirade. Where's your notes going? Oh, mate, I'm out of them. Oh, uh, you'll be right. Fuck it. Right now, clear and block down holes. Oh. Jeez, it can turn sour when the, you drop a shank, but the fucking cunt stays down there. <laughs> don't drop it too hard. I don't it, know. Do you advise against it, Tess? Do you usually uh, advise against it? Depends how bad your ground is. Like, if if you think you're going to get something stuck in a hole, don't drop it down a hole. Yeah. Um, look. But don't lift, don't drop it from the collar and let it fucking go because that's when it will get wedged. Or yeah. But, like, work up to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Start, give, like, give it a small so, one. Like, first. go a small one and then yeah. keep getting yeah. bigger and bigger. Yeah. Just don't drop it from the collar straight up. Not if it's blocking 27 metres, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the best way to was to clean them back out with a drill rig, but you don't get that luxury all the time. Nah. Um, nah. Yeah. Sh- shank or... Um, there's something said you find the top of the product pull up two or three me- two or three metres don't drop put it. a scale and bar they fucking wedge in bloody yeah. fucking horribly shank's probably the best because it's got that you know you can get that hook weld on the end 
and the the shanks are good size to go down hole. It's not going to get wedged in there. Yeah. Really, yeah. shouldn't yeah. you know Full, what I mean? It's good size because it, it, it's balanced because the way it's designed, it, it falls vertically straight pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah. It just it's it's I I, I struggle with down holes because especially because it's a patience thing. You know, even when you're loading, you're loading with measuring tape and and that. And I I'm not a patient person. It, it, yeah, hundred percent agree on you on yeah, that. It's, you've got it takes a special look. If you can master them, you 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 made it. But yeah, it takes well, a special breed to do it. It's a bit of an art, and a lot of people only deal with up holes. And when you get the down holes, you could have been charging for fucking years, and then down holes by like so fuck. Yeah. It's um. Now, another thing for engineers: stop sending boom rigs with speed rods into clean down holes because it just doesn't fucking work. Yeah, right. Why is that? Oh, I think you said it before. The annulus. <laughs> So yep. obviously you've got couplings on your speed rods. Yep. So you're feeding them down there. Say you've got a 102 mil down hole. Yep. And your speed rod's what, T48. Yep. So you're trying to blow out all of that shit from a 20-odd meter down hole and it's going up. You don't have enough air pressure through your rig oh, to push it to the- you. So yeah. as soon as you stop, like, I mean, you can sit there for 10 minutes and keep blowing the shit out. But as soon as you stop your air pressure to put a new rod on, all that shit falls up. in behind yeah. your bit and behind your speed rods, like yeah. your couplings, yeah. and that's it. Fucked. Like it's yeah. it's no good. That's a good one. Use Probably boom rig, but use it. fucking speed uh, actual tubes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just like guide tubes or T T fifty one. Yeah, we can actually just yeah just get tubes. Yeah, straight yeah. onto the boom rig yeah. or just pull in the the fucking horseshoe that drilled it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, now blocking off DNLs, the breakthroughs. Heaps of ways, and there's like depends how rich your side is. Best like best way get the MTI fucking blast balls. And yeah, they're the go. They're the go because um, you can prep and block off with those at the same time. Yeah, yeah, but there you don't. Some sorts don't have the luxury. Heaps of ways to do it. Tez, uh, what's your golden uh, you go to ones there? Um, we just we just used to use poly, cut across on it, feed it yep. down through the rope, pull it up. Other one was uh, green plastic green bags. Yeah, and just get a little bit of. St- Drill finds off the ground, throw around, and basically roll them up, fold them in half, pull them down the hole. So when they go through, they pull them up because they're folded in half, they'll wedge in the hole. The thing yep. you've got to remember is you've just got to have them tight. So yep. th- yeah, when you put the product on them, they don't fall down. Um, it's funny you talk about the we like the lifter tube thing, drop yep. lifter tube down. They did this. Uh, remember someone gave us a big like you know document on fucking this is how you prep it down. with the lifter tube, but the one thing that the document didn't say was cut a slit in the middle of it. So you drop it down, you just fucking yank it on it, and it is not coming through. It's not bending, and you're like, fuck. I think we should we need to cut a slit in this. And it's like <laughs> there was the one thing that wasn't written in it. So yeah, it's just like literally cut tie a bit of rope to lifter tube, fucking. Few R features and but yeah, cut a slit in the guts, give it a point to bend in, so it like wedges into the hole. But then you got to drop a like always drop stemming or something. Yeah, on top you got to got to rag it or bag it. For, that's the thing. That's the biggest problem with the poly is that because it doesn't fill the whole section or the hole. You've yeah. got the corners, so the stuff can fall out around it. You can potentially push rags and bags through the side. Yeah. Um, that's why I like the green. Look, it's labour intensive. It's a shit way, shit way of doing it, but it's yeah. probably one of the better ways of doing it. Is the green plastic bags with a little Fill bit of dirt and roll them up. Yeah, it is um, labour intensive, isn't it? But you know, you're blocking it into the hole off. Like I said, if you've got the bottle brushes and things like that, it's well and good. It makes life a lot easier. Yeah. But um, you know those MTI little soccer balls. You know the ones we're talking about. The soccer balls. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Derail, derail. I'll actually, I'll put a disclaimer on here. I have been told by a store person that they are roughly the same price as a bottle brush. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So the machine you get to pump them up with the little hose, it's already yeah, got the yeah, marks nice. on them. Yeah. They're expensive, obviously. Yeah. But the actual product itself, each bolt is roughly 
someone will correct me on this, but roughly the same price as a bottle brush. Yeah, right. So, the, yeah, that's good to know. Fucking order them. Yeah. When you're saying about them green bags, another one is uh, when you do the green bag, don't fucking overfill them because you know you put too much into it and you cannot. You get it down there easy enough, but you cannot just put the bare minimum amount of rocks in there. Because you can't get them back, you can't wedge it back through the hole. One I haven't seen, well, I have seen them now because they've been made to polyurethane. The pineapple blocks, um, they're like two wooden wedges. They were originally wooden wedges, and yep. you pulled them, tied them up, put them down the hole, and when you pulled them back up on the rope, they'd lock back in. Oh yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, I think fro frogs legs are using they're using polyurethane ones. They're, they're pretty yep. good as well. You've always it doesn't matter what you use. You've always got to put something on top of it and then stemming on top of it before you put in. So the it charge. should be about half a meter of stemming or something yep. on on top just to yep. create that. So so your fucking explosive doesn't just rifle out the bottom essentially. Yep. Yeah. Um, with your when you're doing that. So when you're doing those green bags full of stem and drop it. Drop it completely through, so you, it works the same as the lift tube thing. Well, this is how yep. I did it. You drop it completely through, then fucking pull it back through, so it wedges over and completely closes it. And that's why you don't want to overfill it, because if you overfill it, it won't wedge through. What about when you're tying those up? I've heard plenty of like opinions about like when you're tying the rope up. Like if you tie them all together, it could set it off and let them go. And do you have much of a fucking well? theory behind that or i've gone away from rope i that that packing tape stuff is fantastic because it hasn't got the stretch in it like rope yeah right so um yeah look, I'd, I'd, I'd prefer packing tapes are that blue your yeah, blue gray green whatever color it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it has because rope's still got a bit of stretch in it yeah so you've got to be really careful with that because you've got to okay, i've got well that's what I, oracle, oracle were using when i was there they had big rolls of that fucking packing tape yeah, yeah. and i think it's cheaper than rope we use yeah. honest god because it's just hard to get products where i am yep we use because obviously all our drinking water is in 1.5 liter bottles yep. so the boys when they're not going to end up in a charge of prep they cut them in half they fill them up with cement put them in subs clipping them yep then use packing tape drop them down the hole pull it back up like obviously you can tell where the bottom of your hole is pull it back up tie it off and then put stemming in it yeah, and right. uh, like the bottles that we have the water bottles obviously this wouldn't work on australian mine sites where you've actually got drinking water yeah but yeah they fit i think they're about 98 mil so they fit just inside a 102 mil hole yeah stemming right. on top and away you go yeah. i mean like if you're doing it properly you've got a drill bit you've got a lead, you know lead weight or drill bit and a tape measure there you, the first thing you should be doing once you've stemmed that hole off is dipping that hole again dipping with the lead it, yeah. weight to work out okay do i need more stemming don't i need more stemming so that that soon tells you where you are yeah, you know, you start getting. I said it, that's why it's so tedious because it's repetitive jobs that are boring for a long period of time. Yeah. But you know, you, you do the little thing. It's the with downholes like that. It's the one percenters. You know, it's tip your bag of info down, do a remeasure. It's it's yeah, because you can have blowouts. You can have yeah. all like you can have cavities and like you. Well, they, I think, oh, what were we, 89 meter, 89 mil hole with a bag of info was three and a half meters or something, something like that. Yeah, um, or even when you're prepping, like you got to detail on your prep as well. If you're prepping downhills, you know when you push the air down the hole and you can't hear the air anymore, that's your breakthrough. So write that plan. And, and But it comes back to the setup, detailed tape measurements on your stop hose. And if you cut the end off the stop hose, obviously those tape measures are fucking null and void. Don't don't keep don't keep referring to them. Um, fuck, I'll keep bloody losing where I'm up to. Uh, blocking off paint, paint up. Yeah, we've talked about painting. If it's breakthrough, stringing's a big one. I was on a site the other day and um, I was still picking up the aftermath of it because the engineers never read the prep plan. So they stringed it and then they went, well, you can charge that as an uphole because you can reach the bottom of it. But they took the top half of the plan and 
wonder why it's a big ball. I fucked yeah, it. Right. So that's yeah. So you know, like stringing string, a rise. Yeah, any yep. rise. So work yeah, out where any, you, what, any work, you know, work out where your numbers are. That, you can't string it up, old rise. No, I'm a great believer in not firing a rise like either in lifts or fire the shot all out. So and then make slowly open your void up. It's probably not accepted practice nowadays, but. Got your well, eyes. If you, can do, if you have to do a rise, do it down holes. As you yeah. said, do it in fucking lifts. Yeah. But like, don't. And this is, what's your opinion on this? Because I was the decide. They just said they were charging with emulsion. And they're like, they, yep, just blanket everything off at 10 metres. That was the charge plan. I'm like, yeah, but what if something like gassing and that, that outside hole goes above your shot hole? Like, why, why, why wouldn't you like charge your shot hole at fucking nine and a half? Inside row below that at 10, next row at 10 and a half, and like really taper that just to yep. guarantee. Pull your middle higher than your outside. Yeah, yep, I yeah. totally agree with that one. Yep. Yep. And they I'm, like, fucking just, looked at me like I was a fuckhead, and I was just like, you can all get fucked. Right in that respect, but yeah, yeah, yeah. In different contexts, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, as I said, the best way I've ever fired a rise is fire the shot hole out. I mean, it's probably not except a practice. You know, you fire the shot hole out, come back, hang a sheet of mesh with shackles, fire your next two holes out, open your void up slowly. When you reckon you've got enough void, then fire the rest into it. Because yeah. you're only firing one hole, so if there's a there's a, if there's a mistake with it, it's easily fixed. You know, you start firing lifts, it's harder to access. You start firing all in one hit, it becomes really hard to fix, and that's what happened where I was on the weekend. You know, they made a right cock up of it, and you know, four or five days later, and the other crew were laughing, they were out on break. You know, these guys here are busting their ass trying to work out how to fix it. Yep. But so yeah, like my belief is fire it. Fire it small amounts. Yep. Fire, you know, so is that fire, is that with up holes? You're saying so? No, a down hole rise. Yeah. Sorry. I was thinking fire the up hole, bloody shot hole, and then come back in and. Well, it depends yeah. if you can access the bottom up, charge it up hole. But either way, you're only firing the shot hole out. So th think of it like because it should be drilled the same as a development cut. So yep. your reamers are around your shot hole. So now if you fire that shot hole out, if that shot hole doesn't come out, cool. We're now got a reamer or something we can still charge to try and get that hole through. Once you've got that hole through. Three quarters of the battle one because you've got a void. Yeah, you know it's it's about create again no different development. It's about creating that void. You need to get that void, and the minimum more minimal my opinion, the more minimal amount you can take it to get it. Or if something goes wrong, it's easy to fix. The more you fire, the harder the problem is to fix. Yep. And I, I said, like, I don't know whether it's because it's not accepted practice about tying mesh up and working under a mesh because you've got a, now got a void there, but. It's easy to, if something goes wrong, it's easy to fix, okay? We've got half a reamer sitting there. We'll just charge the other half of the reamer in the second hole and it should blow that void out. You're not trying to but fix what, it. But what's, you've you got to weigh up. If you fire a shot hole out and you're working under a fucking void that's a piss fuck all, in comparison to firing the whole thing at bridging, sending a long hole in to slash into it, drilling into fired ground, sending charge up in to charge those slash rings under a, a fucking a frozen rise that could potentially fucking let go and they're right at the brow. You look at the 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 potential consequence of that is fucking massive compared to like, as you said, proven practices like of like of just going in doing something a bit alternative to what you've said. Which goes against the grain a bit, but it's fucking heaps smarter than sending blokes in to charge under a bloody frozen rise that could fucking let go spontaneously. So, yeah, I like that. I like that. That was a good tip, Tez. Oh, you're learning a lot, Megs. I I'm am fucking learning. I'm taking a lot. notes. I'm taking notes. Are you taking notes? Yeah, I am. You fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> now, charging up holes, getting your fucking hose blocked. Ooh. Like, you see, ones, they, they send the stopos up. No air on. 
And then you hear this tick, 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 and then they fucking turn the air on, the fucking hose is blocked. No good. Biggest no-no, I reckon. Have the fucking air on the whole time. Yeah. 100% 100% agree. 100% full no- full agree. noise, half noise, quarter noise. Just what do you lo- think? Just enough that you can still hear it, so you know yep. it's free. Yep. Yeah, yep. you know what I mean. Not enough to that it's on that much. It's hard to push up the hole. Yeah, you only yeah. want it cracked on just to stuff just in the hose. Because yeah. if yeah. you hit a blockage, then you can crack it and hopefully blow the blockage out the way. Yep. Yeah, that's the way I was taught. So, um, not kinking a stipe, or correctly how to roll up a stipe, and how to lay the stipe on the ground while you're charging because. As you know, and it's the same as fucking water hoses behind the jumbo. Like, if everything's in a fucking circle, if you pull it straight out, it kicks. Yeah. You've got to lay it in a way that it won't kink. I I used to pull it out and lay it in a figure eight below, like try and... So then when I go up, it's just all straight. Pull it down, it goes back into that eight. I don't know. What did you guys do? (sighs) Mate, I think the trick is... Is... Just take your time on the first time you put it up a hole. So the, find your longest hole in the ring, put your prep hose up that first. Yeah. And then if you have to get out of the basket or whatever, you've got someone with you to fucking help you down the bottom. Get that first one sorted and after that you should be right. You know yep. what I mean? Like, But you got to twist it, twisting the hose on the way up. you got to twist for every kink. Yeah, definitely. Because if you, you do, just yeah. hit it straight it's gonna, and it's all rolled up in a circle, it's going to fucking kink. Yeah. So yep. you just need to make sure you get up the first hole right and yeah. then when you pull it out, you should, should hopefully... It should lay the way it Yeah, should. it should lay, yeah. hopefully, the way it will go up the next hole. Yep. That's... Sorry, mate, just hit the mic, but, yeah, I think that's... smash a window with that fucking thing. <laughs> I think you just take your time. Oh, just get get set up properly. Yeah. Like that whole rip-tear bus thing, yeah, it works, but you fuck yourself in the ass later, mate. Yeah, because like, yeah. yeah, I used to like, literally like, pull it out and even just throw it ahead, like just get a big, massive one loop. So it's just a big straight line. Yeah. As soon as you drop it in a, and it's all twisted in circles and it should never, you just got more of a chance. Or especially if you're near the brow and you've got a bund in front of you, obviously, have it on the other side of the bund. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And, yep. and that's where it goes back to and you're not got it fucking tangled under the basket and your jack legs and fucking all sorts of shit. I'll keep talking. I'll get you I just got a message from the missus saying, I hope you're not drink driving. No, no, you're not. Getting an Uber, babe. I'll see you shortly. <laughs> oh, what's the next question, Where are we up to, mate? I've lost me. I've lost me train of thought. You're supposed to be the bloody. No, I'm, I'm fetching the beers. Fuck. Fuck. How long have we been yeah, going for, mate? Do. How long um, are we going rejoining for? Rejoining now. When you do, fuck it, kink of stopos. How find to rejoin? The, it. Find the nearest open stope. Throw yeah. it over. Get, and get, get a new one. one. Don't join it because the amp just blocks. So when you charge them with the amp whatever you put inside the hole. Oh. That's yours. That's a cold one. I'll get a black um, one. Whatever the um. Whatever you got inside that hose, the amp fader just builds up around it. So yeah, fuck it off. If it's near the end, cut the meters off. If you got the room, if not, go get another one. Yeah. Yep. Trick is don't don't are. fuck it in the first place. But yeah, if you well, that, if you do, about to say, if you do is, hide uh, it very fucking well and go ask your storeman very nicely yeah, for a new one. But I mean, if you if you do fuck them, like use them as a prep hose. Yeah. Well, that's a mate. You know, like don't don't waste don't waste. Like, they're not a cheap bit of equipment. But you want to you want an old busted ass hose for a prep hose. Yeah. You don't want to ruin your charge hoses for prepping. So have one for a prep hose, one for a charge hose. Um, now, if you do have to cut the end and create a new stope hose, putting the mince up end on it. You're uh, so you put about put them up the muffler of the LV a bit. Yeah. Bloody, uh, that'd be the easiest way. Eh? Do you 
Do you see some guys use a bandit strap? Seeing some guys not use a bandit strap. So what do they do if they don't use a bandit strap? Well, just, you see, just so melt it on there, melt it on there, put yeah. it in water, and they reckon it holds on. But yeah, right. Sometimes yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be keen for that. No, nah, I wouldn't yeah. be keen when you fuck running that much air pressure. I'm not a big fan. No, no, this is more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I've seen it done once. Yeah, but just always bandit strap. Heat them up, get it on there, bandit strap it, mate. Especially yeah. if while it's still warm as well, because it it's going to mould, you know. But yeah, yeah. I prefer the cam locks over the mincips. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, just right. they yeah just seem to be they're probably hard to put on but they less blockage like the mincips get that build up of amp flow and that in them so I, the cam locks probably because oh sorry you're talking about charging not prepping though yet oh you talking about yeah we're still talking hoses. about prep hoses oh, yeah. oh no I had to put the mince up end on the bloody yeah, on sticking the, the, the hook it into sticking the cam to the getman but they said I'd, yeah, yeah I'd, you talked about the mincip end I'd, you know I'd, I'd prefer to try and use a cam lock end they yeah. seem to be a bit more robust and. Yeah, right. Um, don't seem to have. Is that a different fitting on the kettle, or is it yeah, an adapter? Need, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yep, yep. I'm hearing you. Uh, if you if your site's rich enough to afford them. Yeah. Oh, we, we found out tonight that fucking blast balls are cheap, uh, same price as bottle brushes. So yeah. Well, I'm just going to throw out a disclaimer. Megzi, there. everything you say on here is essentially throwing gospel, out a disclaimer. So it's just what I've been told. Um, on the phone. Rolling up a stipose. Quick way to do it, or is there no quick oh, way? Oh. If someone wants to message in and tell me, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I I struggle with them every fucking day. Roll, pull the whole thing out straight first. That's oh, yeah, definitely, my, yeah. Make yeah. make life easy for yourself. Yeah. Pull but it I don't, all I don't straight. think there is a there's a magic way. Two-person job. Roll, do a couple of rolls, tape that. Yeah. Keep rolling, yep. tape again yep. just to say you haven't got fucking shit. I did see someone the other day. This is one of the African fellows I work with. And he's by himself. So we use as a prep hose because we don't charge a bandfold at all. So as a prep hose, we use basically a lifter tube, right? Yeah. So whatever size that is, 40-something mil, 45 mil, I suppose. It's not proper yes. lifter tube, but this is this is what we use. So that's what we use as a prep hose. So he's by himself. And what he was doing was he was doing two rolls, taping it to the mesh on the side of the drive, yep. doing another two rolls, taped it to the side of the mesh on the drive, doing another two rolls, taping it to the mesh, and then just tape the whole lot together. But the mesh and was holding it together so he could do it by himself, you know. Yeah, right, eh? You know, like leaning it up against the wall. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So just repeat it all because you've oh, lost me. Oh, actually, sake, I wasn't listening at so all. So you roll it up <laughs> in two lengths, lean it against the wall, and then tape those two lengths against the mesh. You know what I mean? Yep, those two yep. rolls together. Yeah. And go another two times, tape that together. Yeah. Another yeah, two. Yeah, I got you now. And then just tape the whole lot together and you're done. And then yep. obviously cut then the cut, bit where cut it's taped the one, to the mesh. Yeah, yeah, just leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they do that as got, well, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be easier than struggling yeah, on the floor mean, by yourself that's a and good just moving one everywhere. Job. Yeah, yeah. That's just, a fucking good idea. Just just, yeah. just a couple yeah, just cap, tape it every couple of links like you can do them by yourself. Like a hula hoop, you wrap them around, but you've got to stop every two or three rounds just to tape them to keep them tight. Yep. That's that's the bit when you generally lose it because you've got the tension on it and then it springs out fucking on you. Fucking shit guard. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's no real easy way, but you'll find yep. a way that suits you best. So. Yep. Uh production charging. Amphi, up holes, have, up holes with amphi. Have long arms. Pre, uh, now, we talked about it before, the pressure, paramount, and the listening to it pack, the pack sound. What, um, so what, up holes, amphi, you're up around 700, 800 sort of thing, eh? Dep- oh, it depends on your depends diameter on the hole. Diameter, the bigger yeah. diameter hole, the more pressure you're going to have. The bigger diameter holes are harder because um, you've got to keep the product up there. Like similar like 76s and 89s, you know, you're not, you're not going to have any drama. 102s, it can be an issue. Yeah. And 112s and above, 
We're absolute pain in the ass. Fuck, um, that's bloody, yeah, that's getting big. I've, I've never been anywhere yeah. bigger than 102. Yeah, a little yeah. trick that I learned with 102s and 112s or 115s, whatever they are, um, was the G-Prime spiders. So it's an Orica product. They've got that spaceship-looking spider. Yep. Cut the top off that and t- stick your hose up the inside and pull your wings out on, on the spider. Because what that essentially does is keeping your hose, because your hose is working side to side up the hole. Yep. So it means you're not getting the pack and it's all falling out. So get the G-Prime, get the spider, stick it up the hole. Effectively, you're putting wings on your hose. So it's not flipping as much. You're yep. getting a more of a directional V up the hole. Look, it's a slower process because you can't move the hose as quick. You've got to pack it in, but... It stopped the hose going from side to side as much and gives you a more directional shoot, which helps pack the Yeah, air right, I see what you mean. Yeah. So yeah. you don't need it on the small end of the If it's kinked over, you're shooting on that side, but that yeah. side's getting fuck all. And it's all falling sticking. out, yeah. yeah. What about um, water in your kettle? Like trying to get it to stick or diesel? Yeah, guys, that was the general thing. People said if you fucking if it's not sticking in there, pour a cup of water or a cup of diesel in. Did you just do that? Never tried it, mate. Nah. Yeah. Um, That's how water would help. Diesel might, but I can't see. Look, how water, it would. Water, yeah. water puts moisture in it, but water desensitizes the product. I've got exactly. A, I've got yeah. a, This is a great topic. We get a great conversation out of this in the shop phone course. We probably spend a good hour talking about this. Yeah. Um, I've got graphs to prove. Look, you want to put diesel in the product because diesel's mixed with info. Why are we putting info in there? Because it's too dry. Yeah. So, Amphos mixed at just under six percent. So, and look, Australia, Africa is probably great for it. We've got a lot of sun, so it's going to dry out pretty quick. So, we want to bring the product back up to that six percent. If you cross the six percent, which is going to be pretty hard, we aren't losing energy, but we're losing sensitivity. So, it's still going to be a bit harder to set off. How much harder? We don't know. It still goes off, but we're still getting the full energy of the blast. If we use water, again, we're talking. Probably a couple of cupfuls of the water, of your lid of your water bottle for water. We're probably talking two to three liters of diesel. The issue you have with the diesel is getting it underground because yeah. we can't store diesel on the charge rig. There are ways and means of getting it because our machines run on diesel. You just can't have it in a storage vessel. Yeah. So it's like um, you can't you can't fuel but, up with. Yeah. Diesel yep. underground without yep. fucking so supervision, that, that, return prob- that, airway, all that shit. Buddy. That's probably why a lot of them use the water, but diesel over water because that's what it's mixed with. Yep. yep. Screwdriver how, mu- how much would you like um, well. in a full kettle? How much oh, diesel would you put in? Oh, depending on how dry it is. I'd go for – look, and it's not tipping it all in one spot either. It's slowly tipping it in. We used to have a broomstick. So you got to stir it. Yeah, we we, we could we could get into the top of their kettles. Not you can't do that with all the products now. But the mesh grate used to lift over our kettles, so we'd have a broomstick and we'd someone would be mixing the broomstick and we'd be slowly pouring. We had the top of a uh, like a two liter coke bottle. We'd cut the top off it, yeah. so it couldn't you couldn't put a lid on it to hold diesel. We'd just go to the fast full, push the push the thing on the fast full, get the diesel out of there, and you'd slow you just slowly tip it and pouring it around. So it's not going directional down there. You're trying to mix it in with the product. Yeah. Yep. Because um, it, it all, like, the way that Venturi works or whatever, it all, like, the way the kettle works, it sucks from the bottom. So what yep. you're putting on the top there is not going to get fucking used for yep. fuck. So, well, it sucks from the middle. Yeah, I can't – look, if you can't get your grids up on your um, – The top of the kettle. Kettles. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I, I wouldn't know how effective it is. I've only even – you know, we've, you tip it in there and it seems to work all right. But you, you use a lot more diesel in the product than what you do water because it's soaking into the product, whereas water's basically just going in there and putting moisture in there. But using the diesel, you're getting the energy factor back into your product. Yep. Whereas using the water, you're still down on that low sensitivity side versus yep. 
if not lower. So. Well, what? But if it's not packing with your, you got obviously got to look at your pressures. What about air assist? Do you yeah, use ass- that? Use that air flush? Not not air assist. Air flush at the bottom. As soon as you bloody finish charging, air flush. Pack the collar in just yep. to give Link. it a hope. But if you're not if you're not hearing that. Pop, Sound on the way down, you, you're fucked. You essentially, air, no. air, fl- air flush isn't yeah. going to. Pr- pressures are the key. Like that's number one thing. If anything you're playing with anything, you, you play with your pr- kittle pressures first. Then you got to start looking at other things. Yep. yep. Right. Think of that. Uh, yep. Good. Good chat. Good chat. Charging in wet ground. Now remember, Smarty, Clint Smart. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah. Bloody nose. Yeah. Fucking charge up. He was yeah. charging for me on the jumbo, and he taught me about more about the jumbo <laughs> than I knew about the jumbo. <laughs> let alone fucking charge up. Like well, he fucking knows his cuts. He's gonna get a bloody. Uh, he's gonna get a wet front of the pants. listening to this. <laughs> I'll give him a mention. You better mate, get an he, interview of old Smarty. Fuck, he's, he's good fucking. Bloke. Oh no, he wouldn't get. Is he, is he I'd have to Tassie get him. Or? I'd have to get him blind drunk. Oh, as fuck, because yeah, he's pretty shy. Um, he told me charging him wet ground, like you know, charging wet up old yeah. shit, falling out of the holes. Yeah. He reckons he um, used to take a big fuck and just, if it, if it was wet as fuck, you knew it was going to be wet as fuck, he just took boxes of buster and yeah. just fucking jammed them up the hole and just till it hit that point where the water was coming on, blocked it off, then go your info after that. So he, yeah, just. I don't. Look, no. Well, I haven't done a lot of uphold charging with fan folks. Always been more emotion. When you've I been, you've come on here as an expert. No, and I you didn't, know, Maddie. We made all this like quite <laughs> fucking clear when I first come in here that I knew fuck all. But uh, yeah, definitely production charge up with fan wasn't me fucking thing. But uh, I just remember trying to use those liners for upholds on wet holes, oh, and what a fucking joke they are. Like, there's got to be a better way. But that's, Tez, they're like the general, they're, they're the, yeah, like if it's wet, you have to use liners. What what are the, what are the guys, what's the, because they're. You've got to get the water pain. out of the hole. Like that, that buster idea, I'd never heard of that. That's, that's, you know, it's, if you can seal the leak up, you know, got, haven't got water coming in the hole, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, most most of them are go-to liners. Like I've, I've had to be involved in lining emulsion because the holes were making water. And pushing and the emulsion and, and, and was make, coming making out. emulsion yeah, slaps. So you've got how to- do you get those big fucking donkey dick busters up the hole? That's that's. Oh, I reckon you just tape them to the stipos, wouldn't you? They'd be fucking bending, bending in a bit, or yeah. somehow tape them and then you- pull it back and rip them off. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. Ask Smarty, Smarty, yeah, Smarty, get on to us. We need to know because that's it's a fucking good idea. But fuck, I don't. You'd you'd have sore bloody arms by the end of that. I reckon. Yep. Yeah. Oh fucking um. Just bloody, oh, I can't do it on this. No different to doing emulsion down. I was, you grow some biceps doing that. Yeah, well, that's true, yeah. I'm just trying to think. Um, Matty's fucking around with his new bloody thing. No, I was thinking. Um, you going to try and call yeah, him? We'll yeah, we'll have a piss. I'm going to fucking try and call Smarty and see if I can get him online. Just if this doesn't work, who cares? <laughs> right. We're back going. I'm bloody, uh, I'm trying to ring Smarty. We're going to validate this, uh, his theory about um, where is he? Where he's gone? I don't think he's coming. Trying to validate his theory about the uh, busters up the hole. But I think it's a, oh, he must be on bloody night shift or something. The, uh, yeah, I heard it's the go. Busters, take your busters up, block the, you got to figure out where your water's coming from. That's like, because your water comes from different depths. But if it's at the back of the hole, you're all good. Jam yeah. your buster up the end there. Try and block it off. 
And then the problem um, you got is if you've charged the hole next door to it and the water now starts coming out of that hole. Yeah, oh, you just fucked all the way. Yeah, emulsion. That, then even as you said, fucking emulsion's good, but fucking when the, when the the water's coming out of that, it makes it slump and you you're just as fucked. So yeah, we'll get we'll get further further follow up from Smarty on the uh, charging charging wet ground. Uh, now, Tez, hole liners. You're going to talk about hole liners, correct? Just an easy way to install them. There's not. There's not. No, it's a, again, it's a patience thing. Look, I found the easiest way to do it was keep the hole, keep the um, liner in the hole. Um, again, back the the G back get a hole liner or a, a uh, sorry a spider, probably the G prime spider. Cut the wings off it so you've got something to tie your top of your liner into, and go up from the inside out. Um, about every three or four metres, if the ground's bad, then just get a bit of bell wire like you do when you tie your vent up and just twist it onto the hose to try and keep it as compact as possible. Yeah. Get it to the end of the hose, hole, give it a flush of air just to try and break the bell wire off to inflate the liner. Yep. Eventually when you get there, then a couple of metres of charge, come back out the hole and start priming. Yeah, right. Yeah, so look, always put that charge tail in. Yeah, you should yeah. do that. Look, you should do that anyway, yeah, shouldn't you? It's ex again accepted bad practice that you see a lot of people doing, but I'm a great fan and a couple of meters of charge at the toe of the hole, then putting your primer in. But yeah, yeah it's, it's again, it's a patience. If you're patient, you'd be more tolerant to hole lining. Like yeah, it, well, if you've got the time to do it, yeah. you know, you don't have someone up your ass saying, need to fire it and shift, then yeah, you, you can do those things. Make yeah. sure you get the right size line for the right size hole, too. That makes a massive difference. Yeah. What about the line of twisting? Making sure you don't, when you inflate it, you got to make, like, I've seen them get pushed up or down the hole and it goes in twisting. You go to inflate it and it fucking just, like, <laughs> just doesn't go anywhere. It just kinks itself off. I found with the bell wire it's less likely to do that because yep. it's stuck on the hose in that direction. Yeah. Again. Um, no, that's a good idea, man. I yeah, like that one. Again, yeah, yeah it's just. Yep. Yeah. Again, like, if, if they twist, you've got to untwist it or get them taken back out and start again. It's, it's yep. like, it's not an easy job. It's not a fun job. Nah. I mean, I think half the swear words that's, in the world. That's the worst thing about production charge-up. You can go into the worst development heading you've ever fucking charged in your life and you're in and out like, say, maximum an hour. You go into the worst fucking stoke you've ever charged in your life and you're there for two weeks. Like yeah. it's And it, you know when you wake up in the morning where you're going and you know how shit it's going to be. Yeah. 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 Oh, what would you say? That most of the swear words have been invented Needed from, from charge yeah. <laughs> Or oh, lining. Uh, bagging off for Amphite. Bagging off your collars. Most people bag off with info bags. Seen a couple of products out now. A little um, fella at Daisy Milano, Shift Fossey, invented or had these things you just put on the end of the info eyes and just stuck them up. Old Irish. No, Orica got products as well. Like the import, I guess the importance of it or lack of, is it a, is it a myth or what? What's the theory? Bagging off your info. I've never used them. I haven't, I haven't done enough info, info charging to have an opinion on it, to be honest with you, but I've never used them. Yeah. But I do use them when we, we'll go into the next bit. I do use a, a product when I'm charging up holes with emulsion. Yeah. I think it's just a case if it falls out the hole, it keeps it up there. It's to stop it falling out. Like bags, yeah, bags, rags. Um, yes, yes, it's, I think it's more important with the emulsion because yep. you've got to leave that. Because Amphi itself supports itself. Like yeah. it, it like fucking... Packs and, and the thing is, if, if, if Ampho is falling out of an uphole, the uphole is fucked anyway. Do you know what I mean? It, it's away from its you've got to avoid, you've got to avoid in the hole somewhere. Yeah, that's so correct. It's yeah, a decoupled yeah. charge, so there's no yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. The only reason you do it for emulsion is you don't want to get covered in that stingy shit. Yeah. 
Oh, it's fuck. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. right. We'll go into leading into that. Go into emulsion and the the specific note I've got here. Trying not to get covered in the stingy shit. Yeah, because it is fucking shit. Yeah, um, horrible. There's heap. Well, there's heaps of products out there. I've used some of them to varying degrees. The red of caps. Success. That's one of them, mate. Yeah, yeah, but I reckon the best one is you get the bottle brush yep. and you wrap a rag over the top of it. Yeah, and correct. push yep. that up the hole. So that way the emulsion still has uh, the opportunity to gas. Obviously, if you put those MTI bags in the bottom of the hole, like it, you've, you've basically blocked off the hole, so it can't yep. physically gas. You know what I mean? So if you just put a bottle brush with a rag over the top of it, push that up the hole, yep. and it sits in there, and the emulsion doesn't fall out. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it does at times if the whole hole lets go. Because you see, when you put bottle brushes up, it just fucking pisses out. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. put a rag over it, and that obviously the 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 gas itself, like as it's gassing, it obviously has a chemical reaction that yeah. needs to come somewhere. So if you if you put a bag up there, the, the blow up bags or something like that, yeah, or like those soccer balls, then it can't actually do its job. It oh, okay, gas properly. It's not you know what I mean? The area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you put a rag over a bottle brush, pushed up the hole, it still can breathe. But yeah. it shouldn't. I mean, if the whole hole lets go, if there's water in the back of the hole, you're going to get covered in shit regardless. Yeah. But it can still breathe and you won't get covered in it while you're logging it. So yeah. you don't allow for your gas because we normally leave, you know, if it's going to gas down a metre and a half, you, yeah, put, yeah. you put your bottle brush at the metre and a half and leave it there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. basically that's yeah. what I'm saying, but put a rag over it as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, buddy. That's a good thing. So yeah. a green bag would probably work too if you had either of them or rags or would green bag work over the bottle brush? Same principle. Yeah, same principle, yep. but you yep. need to give it the room to gas, but the hole needs to be able to breathe as well because yep. if it does, can't breathe, it can't gas. You'll just have a bloody vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, slumping and fallout. So like this retention, that that's a lot of that's your, as we we're talking about the nozzles before, like spraying the 45, like retention is like sticking it to the walls. You the emulsion. Got to keep your holes clean. There's one I've seen a few around that the hole, like the long hole goes, goes in and drives, you know, drills out half a drive of long hole. So they sit there for four or five months before they get back to where they are. Yeah. When you fire, all the dust goes up the hole. So yeah. the, and the emulsion, see a lot of them drill on air mist as well, and you leave all the fucking fines up the yep. hole instead of like. Yep. So you got to keep same, like yep. drip, chucking on water for your last rod just to pull rods on water. Yeah. Yep. It keeps your rig clean and it keeps your hole clean. Yeah. And um, yeah, said so you got to keep, keep make sure, like you know, if your holes have been sitting there for one, they got dust up them. You're yep. gonna have to wash them out before you start charging, just to get so that again the emulsion can stick to yep. the side of the hole. Yep. Yep. Well, that's fuck covers that. Most of the other like retention stuff. So I know there's different types of emulsion. There's the what was it two o two and two o three and two o. One of the other things as well is like it's obviously not best practice, but if you're having trouble keeping uh, emulsion in the hole. It's just do the one one pass. So if you need to charge like double prime, oh, hole, triple prime, prime, hole, daisy chain to yeah. primers, so yeah. you're only doing the one pass with yeah. the hose. So that's that way a, that's actually Orica's standard now. Like, Is it really? Like, yep. Even oh, with thank I, fuck for with that. I, icon things like, like actually fucking yep. yep. Double because if that hose isn't going in and out, thing. I find it stays in there a lot yep. better because you don't have, even though you're pushing that primer back into what's being charged before yeah if you're just doing one big pass it seems to stay in the hole a lot goes, that better. goes the same for info we used to do the same with info yeah. daisy chain our dits together so you're not in, that, in and out of the hole well yeah four, 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 think about your primer size and your hole diameter but because if you're trying to daisy chain your fucking fat yellow ones up a 76 mil hole yeah it ain't or a 64 yeah. mil yeah. hole she fucking gets bogged yeah whereas 89 you got a bit of room but yeah. um yeah it fucking you'll cause you cause yourself more fucking harm than good trying yeah. to do it on a small diameter hole now 
emulsion on down holes. Now, this this comes back to the same principles of charging your cuts is holding it at the fucking bottom to yeah. pump that because like a, a blind downhole yeah. is always going to have water in yeah. it. Fucking like regardless. Like yeah. There's going to be some portion of water in. Uh, I'll tell you a little secret that Matty Smith worked out one day. We reinvented charging downhills at this oh, one nice. stage. <laughs> so obviously charging downhills, if you don't have the hose pushing to pull it back out, and those emulsion hoses are fucking heavy fucking by heavy, the time yeah, you the So fill it, as long as you know they're all good, fill them all up with water and then charge the hole. So you hold your hose down there, you know what I mean? Like So you know everything's good, and then you just let the water, as the water pushes out of the hole, it brings the hose with it. So you fill the whole hole up the with whole water. The whole hole with water. Yep. And the hose will come up with and it won't decouple yeah, the charge. Yeah, right. The so buoyancy the, the, brings it up. Yeah, the, the hose is heavy enough to sit in the emulsion, but the water will bring it up. Yeah, that. That's, yeah. Oh, that's a lifesaver because yeah. the biceps and the shoulders yeah, are oh, definitely, after doing definitely. it. That's, How good's that? Yeah. Matty Smith, Smith, mate, you got your coal out. Back on a production charge up with you. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the jumbo, mate. You're <laughs> going to be called into the charging, I reckon. That's awesome. Oh, mate, no point even delving into that anymore. That covers that. That is brilliant. Uh, stemming of downups. General. Amphoe emulsion. I charge a slot. Uh, sorry, I'll stem a slot and I don't stem anything else. Unless it's the last ring. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If you're doing it in multiple firings, obviously. And you've got uncharged collar. And you've got uncharged collar, but I, I stem the slot and I will not lot stem effort, anything else. A lot of effort to stem everything. But... um. Toe shots, if you're doing a toe shot, fucking stem everything. Oh, yeah, if you're doing slashing one. or something like that, like the best yep. principle is obviously to grout behind it, you mm. know, like like slashing, but... Use the mate. right product. I find drill finds are the best because they pack yep. in. You yep. want something like... So even like the bags of stemming, which are like the small aggregate, you find drill finds are better than that? Yeah, because... Oh, well, I, I do because it's like they got a, the drill finds got a clay content in it, so it packs in there. Yep. Those little, like, you, you get the gravelly type stuff. It doesn't... It's still loose. Yeah. Whereas you, like... Um, Sand and clay mix like is, is a good one as well. Yeah, um, the only problem that I have found with running like a sandy mixture is if if it does go off, especially like in a slot, is it kind of turns almost to glass, and it and it won't fall through. So when you go to re-prep it the next time, you've well, sometimes it works well if it's it's at the right depth. You can just charge on top of it, but there there is a ratio. The engineer over here on the other side of the microphone will tell me there is a ratio. Something to do with surface area. It can't be too small and it can't be too big. Ah, uh, something like that. But something in I'll between. I'll say, the glass and over, I've seen fucking uh, Cannington, they were putting a charger, they, they were using emulsion there, charge it with the emulsion and then put a blast ball on top of your charge and that- Without it gassing? After it gasses, yep. drop blast balls on top of yep. it, pretty sure. And then- Stem, it was either stem on top of that or stem below it, but that prevented the glassing over. Yeah, right. I think you actually put the blast ball on top of the emulsion, then put the stem in on top of that. And because it was the heat, the heat transfer the heat, the wasn't glass, making the sand glass the glass yeah. the so the, the blast ball actually created a barrier between it. And yeah, yeah and it seemed that they'd and it worked. fucking people, piece of piss. The clay, yeah. The, yeah. I found the clay products good because you can, if you especially if you're doing lifts, you can wash them out. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 How much stemming do you recommend? Half a meter. A meter and a half. Depend, depends. It's circumstantial again. What you're trying to do and what you're trying to achieve. I, yep. you know, meter and a, I'd go meter, meter and a half minimum. Yeah, yep, for um, a lift yep. down our lift. Yep. Yeah, yep. a meter. Meter. Yep. Heart, anywhere from half a meter to a meter and a half. Well, the I best think. thing about putting a meter in, right, is if it pulls to that meter. Like, so say you're lifting everything up to twenty meters, 
And if that and that all the holes are blocked and you go and prep and they're all 90 meters, well, you know your holes are stemmed off and you're ready to charge. Yep. That's why I've always looked at yeah, it. You're trying yeah. to leave stemming in there for a plug for the next yeah. next round of firing. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then you don't have to block the bastard off at all. Um production charging with AMFO down holes. So bloody blowing out like you gotta blow out your fucking holes yep. the best you can. You're always gonna have that. Always drop do you drop a bit of buster in the Always drop buster down there because you've got to allow for water right. So the way I was taught, and I, it's a pretty good theory, it seems to have worked all right for me. So yeah. we'd drop blow your hole out, work out your, the part as part is it, is it static water or dynamic water in the hole? Is it making water or is it not? So if it's not yeah. not making water, it makes your life a lot easier. Yeah. So a couple of buster down the hole. Um then you'll get a couple of buster and you'll split split them. Yeah, yeah. and so you can hear them when they land if they're still in water or not. Yeah. If they if they land dry, yeah. you can start charging. Yeah. If they land and it's a it's well, a splunk, a wet yeah. sound, then you obviously need another one. Yeah. So again, I was always taught even like you're above the water, couple more in, split them. So the idea is if you split a couple, when they hit the one above it, they're squashing out. So it's potentially trying to put a permeable layer between potential water at the bottom of the hole yeah. and your amphi product on top. Then you put your then you put your info on top. And again, if you've got a stem, it's again, you know, you've got to work out kilos, find out your kilos per meter. Yeah. And a funnel. So, uh, sorry, not a funnel, a traffic cone. Yeah. Cut the top off it, stick it down the hole. That's your funnel. To use Don't, uh, for your bags. <laughs> this is the last one. This is the last one. Don't fucking drop your icon thing through the traffic cone because you've <laughs> yep. got to fucking unroll the whole thing and fucking. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so always yeah, put your product in. And then if you're going to put your debts in, always pull your cone out of your hole. And then yep. back again, it's about getting your burdens right too. So back, okay, two bags or three bags, cool, we need to stem it. So yep. down with your lead weight and your tape measure, you measure yep. your burdens appropriately. Again, you've got you've got your measurement. Then when you've got your stemming again, stemming down the hole, you measure it again to make sure your stemming's right. It's yep. said it's a tedious process. It's a boring process, but if you nail it on the head, yeah, you can look like a champion because oh, nothing you're worse the go-to than fucking, guy for uh, pelican picking out a fucking yeah. frozen rice. Yeah. Well, again, especially if you're doing lifts, you're going to blow the floor out. And you come back in, and I've seen you shouldn't well, you shouldn't blow your floor out like it shouldn't yeah. happen. It shouldn't, but it, but you know if it if it does, it hasn't been done right. So yeah. and again, it's generally not you doing it because you're fired at someone else. So you're in there, and you, you know I've seen guys dig down five or six foot because they're blowing the floor out to try and find the top of the collars of the holes for the next yeah. rise of foreign. So. It's really, really important for the stemming to get it right, because you know your next. It's dependent on how quick you're going to get to your next firing. It's yep, yep. Now, quickest way to pour in firing down us buckets, bulk bag on an IT. What sort of stuff have you seen over the years, Tess? We've just always generally used to use bags and um, uh, traffic cone. IT's a good idea, but they can be restrictive because you haven't got room movement. So yep. a cone on the bottom of your bulk bag, but. Generally, you're not putting great amounts in. Like, so again, at least with 20 kilo bags, you can work your kilos, kgs per out yeah, per hole. Yeah, yeah. So I need 200 kilo for that bag. We'll tip 10, 10 bags down. Then we're going to dip and remeasure to make sure we've got the right amount of explosive in the hole. It's about yeah. not overcharging the hole. And so, as you said, it's knowing your diameter. You should know, I think, 89 mils, 30, 30 meters for a 20 kilo bag or something like that. No, I'm pretty sure I've bagged that Orica enough, but they do actually have an app. And you can go yeah. in there and tell yep. them the size of your diameter of your hole and blah, blah, blah. And they'll yep. tell you what products you're using. Your dino's got an Orica got one as well. And you put your blast calculations yeah. in it. And it works it. all out yep. for you. But so there you go, Orica. I don't hate you that much. <laughs> right. I think we're about to bloody, uh, we're going to have to wrap it up soon. Oh, look at old Jared Selby. Couldn't charge a battery to Megzi. Fucking, I don't know. Like, as we stated, Jared Selby, the greatest jump operator in Australia's history. Yeah, I even, I I even gave you a fucking 
big thumbs up before Selby, and you just you just treated me like a piece of shit, really. Oh no, nah, he's crawling back now. He's like ten a shift from memory. He's sucking you off now. <laughs> oh, Je- there's a lot of comments from <laughs> Jess Churston. I think I think you're due home. Uh, Terry looks like he's loving the microphone. Maybe we need to get him a few race calls. <laughs> 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 no, no, that was oh, that was but Bowdo. Given the opportunity, I'm sure he'd jump at it. Oh, it's a bit of a fucking. We'll go, we, you got a following. Yeah. <laughs> it's about on your misses. Yeah, but thanks, lads. That was fucking awesome. Uh, anyone's got any questions? Just Don't start sending through to uh, info at taztraining.com.au. <laughs> <laughs> Matty, but you but you're more than willing to fucking. Yeah. Knowledge is king, and you know, guys, you know, you only you can only do what you know. Yeah, and if you've got any dramas or want to know any questions, I'm more than happy to pass that on. Yep. If someone's willing to listen, I'm willing to pass it on. Yeah, so, yep. yeah. Nah, and it's been surprising how many people's been sending questions through. Just want, just want to know. Like fucking, fuck me if I don't know, which is a good chance. I'm happy to forge on. To I think the question from the, this episode will mainly be, what the fuck was that idiot Megzy doing on this yeah. episode? <laughs> Megzy, what a fraud! <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come to your defence there, Megzy, because I've actually learned a bit off you. So, um, yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. Yeah. You can give me a free shot fire, of course, mate. <laughs> yeah. we'll even. <laughs> Wheeling and dealing. Right, oh, good on you, lads. Well, that concludes the Charge Up episode series. Uh, awesome. Thanks again to Megsy and Tez. And as I said, any questions you got, send them to either myself or Tez. Tez said he's happy to answer any. Info at taztraining.com.au. And had an absolute ball doing that. And I reckon that's going to be a very valuable episode for anyone that's on Charge Up or wanting to get, get on Charge Up. Even interesting for just understanding the whole cycle how what you do on the jumbo or what you do on the bogger how that impacts later on down so definitely made me rethink a couple of things so good stuff lads appreciate it same again give us a like on itunes recommendation share the page let's get everyone involved get the whole world onto it go global life of mine right everyone stay safe out there catches